This is Where's God? Finding Him in the Small Stuff. And I'm your host, Greg McCollum. I'm going to tell you a story. A story that will inspire you and help you move closer to God through the small stuff in your life. A story to give you a glimpse of God that will surprise you with its simplicity and amaze you with its message. Do you know what I hate? I hate to shop. I avoid it at all costs. Shopping involves a lot of things I really don't like. I don't like hunting for a decent parking spot. I don't like browsing. I don't like trying things on. I don't like trying to guess someone else's size or trying to figure out what they would like as a gift. As a matter of fact, I even stay away from the grocery store as much as possible. At the grocery store, you have to take a number at the deli counter. You have to decide between the glad trash bags and the hefty. You have to stand in line at the checkout, or you have to use one of those self-serve checkout machines. Sometimes I think I'd rather go to the dentist than go to the store. Well, that might be a little bit of a stretch, I guess, but (laughs) I hate shopping. There is one exception, though. I do like going to the farmer's market in the summer. There's something about seeing all of that lovely, fresh produce picked at its peak that brings joy to my soul. That sweet corn, those potatoes, green beans, broccoli, lettuce, onions, not to mention the fruit that's there, they just combine to overwhelm the senses, don't they? I don't know really, is it the smells or the colors or just the anticipation of the taste, but a trip to the farmer's market in the summer is like a little trip to heaven for me. And what about that taste, huh? Is there anything better than vegetables and fruit that come off the vine or out of the ground and a few hours later, they're all cooked up and steaming on the kitchen table? I can make a complete meal out of a couple of ears of corn and a handful of new potatoes in the summertime. In the summer, it seems almost as if you're eating candy instead of vegetables. (laughs) The problem is that the farmer's market season is way too short. The really good stuff is only available from June-ish to September-ish, and the sweet corn doesn't even come in good until August. That means I have to wait too long for the farmer's market to have the best produce. I can't get it in January or February. And once the sweet corn dies out sometime in late September, I have to wait until the following August before I can taste it again. For an anti-shopaholic like me, it is a long time from this September until next August. Usually my mouth starts to water sometime in May, anticipating what it is going to be like just a few months to come later in August when it does get here, finally. (laughs) 
But someday I won't have to wait so long for those wonderful fruits and vegetables to grow and ripen. Someday when Jesus comes again, he will bring with him a new heaven and a new earth. That's what John says in the book of Revelation. And I believe when that time comes, my favorite produce will be available all the time. Here's how Paul described it to the believers in Rome. He said, that's why I don't think there's any comparison between the present hard times and the coming good times. There's no comparison, he said. The created world, that means all of nature, the created world itself can hardly wait for what's coming next. Everything in creation is being more or less held back. He's talking about what's happening right now. He says, God reigns it in until both the creation and all the creatures, meaning those of us who are Christian, God reigns it in until both creation and all the creatures or Christians are ready and can be released at the same moment into the glorious times ahead. And when does that happen? That happens when Jesus comes again. John goes on, or Paul goes on to say, meanwhile, the joyful anticipation deepens. In other words, the world we know today doesn't hold a candle to what it will be when Jesus comes again. It's the difference between January and August. I mean, imagine the very best day you've ever experienced in terms of the beauty of the day. Imagine the most beautiful place on earth that you visited. Imagine the best of the best of the best. What Paul is saying here is that that is nothing compared to what will be created when Jesus comes again. Isn't that just amazing to you? I mean, it'll be the Garden of Eden all over the world. We have never experienced the world the way God originally created it before the fall of Adam and Eve. Do you know why? Because right now the whole earth suffers from the awful effect of sin, even nature itself. But when Jesus returns, there will be no more sin and we will experience everything in a brand new way, the way he meant it to be from the very beginning. That means even sweeter sweet corn, tastier potatoes, better broccoli, greener green beans, more of it more often. I don't know about you, but I can't wait. And not just because of the unending farmer's market that Jesus will bring with him when he comes, but because he will be here himself. And where he is, that is where I want to be too, always. I agree with John, who wrote at the end of Revelation, Come, Lord Jesus. And I would add to that, be sure to bring plenty of sweet corn with you, okay? This concludes today's episode of Where's God? Finding Him in the Small Stuff. Did you know when Jesus was preaching and teaching, he never used words like justification, sanctification, glorification. He never used words like those to describe himself, God, God's word, salvation, heaven, or eternity. 
Instead, when Jesus talked about theological concepts, he talked about the small stuff of life. We call them parables today. He did that because his listeners could understand the small stuff. They were living the small stuff every day. It was through the small stuff that Jesus helped people move closer to God. There are going to be no intimidating, scary, or overwhelming theological words as part of this podcast. You'll just encounter things like cups of coffee, home repair, signs on the side of the road, roller coasters, and french fries, all revealing something unique about God who meets you in real life ways every day. Thank you.